everything into that toxin. It just depends on the dose. We just, we don't draw them. We just like to look at them. I would just say that tox rocks. Welcome back to the EM Stud Podcast. I'm Nate Lewis, here with another special episode on our series, What I Want to Be When I Grow Up. So far on the series, we've had a chance to talk to folks with a variety of backgrounds and interests, from EMS to medical education, critical care, and others. But today, I am especially excited to have an esteemed panel of colleagues from Virginia Commonwealth University to talk to us about toxicology. Hey, I'm Emily Kirshner. I'm a first-year medical toxicology fellow here at VCU. I did my residency training in emergency medicine at VCU, decided to stay on to complete the fellowship. My name is Natasha Tabarin. I am Emily's co-fellow, first-year medical toxicologist. I trained at Wellspend York Hospital in York, Pennsylvania. And I'm Brandon Wills. I'm the fellowship director here, and I did my toxicology fellowship at Cook County in in Chicago and my emergency medicine at Akron General in Ohio. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for being here. This is uh, really kind of a, a treat uh, to get to talk to so many uh, amazingly bright and uh, people that are so much smarter than me. For our audience here, we'd like to start out by giving a bit of background about why you went into emergency medicine in the first place. And if you don't mind, um, maybe Dr. Kirshner, I'll start with you. Why emergency medicine? Um, well, first off, it's nice to hear you say that you think I'm smart. I wonder during residency sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided to go into emergency medicine during my, towards the end of my third year. Um, I was between internal medicine and emergency. And once I did my emergency medicine acting internship fourth year, I kind of solidified my decision. I liked that one, like you're able to be a practical doctor almost like if you see somebody that's sick in real life like you know immediately what to do and um that really appealed to me versus rounding for a prolonged period of time and the frustration sometimes that you get on the floor with trying to help patients um and then two the other appeal to me was just that it is so social or it feels more social than other specialties like you're in the same environment working with nurses, working with paramedics and EMS, um, as well as like all the specialties. So it just, it's like very fun to go to shift and hang out with people and learn from all the other providers and specialties that we have as well. For me, I realized I wanted to go into emergency during my third year. I was able to do a two week elective in emergency department um, in a community hospital at the site I was rotating at. And I love the, the variety of patients that we saw. So I remember in one room, I was doing a lack repair on a guy who got stabbed all over. And then in the next room, we had a DKA patient and the next room, a rectal bleed and a stroke in the other. And it was just a constant back and forth between these patients and um, figuring out where, where their disco is and where they need to go. I also like that we can provide reassurance to our patients. You know, they come into the emergency department at the worst time of their life and they want answers or figure out what's going on. And sometimes we don't have those answers, but we can tell them what it's not and tell them that it's not life-threatening and kind of help push them in the right direction of where they need to go. So I think that's the aspect I like the most about the emergency department. And so now, of course, both of you are on the other side of residency having successfully completed and still happy with your choice, I hope? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. 
It is a fun job, uh, in my opinion, also. Uh, so one of the things that is interesting, I think, about toxicology is it's not uh, present in every medical school's curriculum. And so my next question for you both is, how did you even get involved in toxicology? How did you learn about it? How did you know it was even an option? So I feel like here, at least at VCU, our toxicology faculty is very involved in our conferences, so we do get a lot of exposure to it. Uh, and the fact that we have a poison control center at our residency that we rotate on, um, we have a lot of opportunity to learn from that and are more aware of it maybe. Uh, for me, in terms of like why I first decided to come into toxicology or go into it was I did pharmacology research before medical school. And I always kind of liked that aspect of it. Um, and so that's why I already was a little interested in it beforehand. And then as we did residency, I just became more interested the more I got exposed to it. And for me, I trained more at a community hospital. So I was lucky enough to have a toxicologist at our site and she kind of became my mentor. And she did uh, our teaching didactic rounds. She would do simulations with tox cases and then do our tox lectures. So I kind of got interested from that aspect. But we also, you know, we see patients in the emergency department every day that overdose on different substances. So I remember one of my first cases as an intern was a Benadryl overdose that was like very, very sick. It was tachycardic, diaphoretic, picking at things in the room. And I remember um, we just had a lecture on like anticholinergic and I told the nurse or we discussed with the nurse that she's probably a little agitated because she's probably retaining some um, urine. And we did a bladder scan and she was about 700, put out a liter once we put a fully in and her agitation kind of resolved. So that kind of, that case kind of just got me interested in toxicology and um, I knew that I wanted to pursue it more and was lucky enough to have a mentor at my institution that was able to help push me in the right direction. You know, not being a toxicologist myself and always sort of having this opinion that it was just a little, little too far out of my reach, uh, my perception has always been that uh, there's a lot of drawing of chemical structures uh, in your day-to-day -day life. Is, is that true? We just, we don't draw them. We just like to look at them and oh, admire them. Really. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's a great way to put it. But uh, at its core, you know, I, I think it is still very much a patient facing uh, subspecialty, right? I mean, a lot of this does center around actual patient care. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky enough where we can do consults here, which is, and we can see patients at bedside when they present to VCU. Yeah. And we do a lot more than just like emergency room consults. Like we see patients in the ICUs or on the floor peds cases that come in. And also we have tox clinic um, where we see patients that maybe have more chronic exposures, like if they have retained bullets in their arm and how often do they need blood levels. So we have a lot of direct patient interaction. Or if they think they're being poisoned by their husband. We, we get a lot of that, that yeah. <laughs> oh no. Well, let's back up just for a second here. Of course, in my simplistic view of things, um, toxicology has uh, you know, it seems to be about spiders and snakes and funny mushrooms, that sort of thing. But uh, would one of you mind telling me what exactly is toxicology? Well, it's the uh, study of toxins, really. <laughs> it's a very broad and it's a very broad definition. And some people view it as like poisons and some drugs can be poisons if you take them too much. Um, trying to explain what it is and what I'm an expert in to my family is always interesting. Um, they think I'm, it means I'm a pharmacist, which I guess in some respects you, you do learn a lot of pharmacy and a lot of uh, toxicologists are pharmacists too. So it's learning about any 
fancy term is like a xenobiotic. So any um, drug that's in your system uh, that's not typically there and the effects it has on the body. So that can extend to environmental exposures as well as pretty much anything. Yeah, I think the big thing is everyone thinks it's a Tylenol and aspirin fellowship is what I was told when I was going into this, which is definitely not true. Yeah, any herbal supplement, um, any environmental exposures, snake bites, scorpion bite, um, stings. Uh, so there, it's a really wide field. And it includes like occupational medicine too. Like we have patients in Tox Clinic that are like, oh, five years ago, I breathed in this substance at my dry cleaning factory. Like, is that causing my chest pain now? And so we have to do a lot of research and explore those topics as well. So, so what I'm hearing is that this is actually a pretty uh, broad field, it sounds like, covering a lot of different things. And so, Dr. Wills, if I could uh, turn to you next and ask you, the fellowship itself, what are the goals of fellowship training in toxicology? Well, of course, the overarching goal is to create toxicologists, but within that overarching goal, we, we want to train folks to go out into the world and um, provide consultative services at whatever hospital they work at, or be able to run a poison center. A lot of our grads um, pursue careers in academic medicine, so we want them to be research self-starters and have a productive academic career with publications and research, provide bedside consults, and spread the good word of uh, medical toxicology. And this is a a two-year fellowship here, Is is that right? Correct. All fellowships are two years. If you don't mind me asking, as a follow-up to that, uh, what is life like as a toxicologist? In other words, what, what is your sort of day-to-day routine, and how does that differ from uh, any other sort of run-of-the-mill emergency physician? If you love emergency medicine, I, you'd love medical toxicology because there's a lot of similarities where no, no two days are the same. We get to do rounds several days a week here together as a team, and every day is interesting new cases that we haven't seen before. Um, it really is, to me, a, a cerebral outlet from emergency medicine. So I, I really enjoy the fact that we can specialize and really dig into a brand new area, do research in it, and collaborate as a team on different projects. So for me here at an academic center, it's been, uh, it's been a perfect fit for me to have uh, as, as a, a niche specialty. And uh, Dr. Kirshner and uh, Dr. Tabaran, what is life like as a fellow? What does your typical week look like? It's awesome. It's a mix of, we do so many hours in the emergency room, um, still doing what we were trained for in residency. Um, And then kind of the rest of the time we work in the poison control center. So some days we round, um, we have a particular day at our our program where we do a a fellow day on Tuesdays, where we go through and read a chapter on a subject. Um, Today was iron. And we learn about it, discuss it as a group. Um, and then we discuss research products and stuff like that. Um, and then we, if we get any consults or have any tox clinic patients, we do that throughout the week as well. It's definitely much better than residency. I will start with that. <laughs> <laughs> we also kind of have the afternoons for ourselves and we're able to work on our own research projects, work on uh, write-in manuscripts, um, And so it's kind of time where we can use to be the most productive. Awesome. It was mentioned before that you all work out of a poison center. um, And I'm curious, could one of you tell me more about what exactly that is? What is a poison center? What is the the role that that plays? So here at the Virginia Poison Center, 
every time I guess you see those stickers that have like call this if you ingest this this national number. Um, so it goes by your area code. Um, so for this area and then for the uh, Virginia Beach area, uh, we take all the calls from the general public as well as from hospitals regarding any overdoses or accidental ingestions. Um, our nurses here man the phones and they're able to just to help the patient or the provider uh, with managing their ingestions or overdoses. So for instance, they can tell a patient um, that their ingestion, the amount they ingested isn't that serious. They can monitor their symptoms at home or they refer them into the emergency room. And those um, nurses are called spies. They're specialists in poison information. And if they ever have a case or if um, the caller requests to speak to a doctor, there's always a toxicologist on call. And sometimes we also take call to like seven days out of the month that we do a 24 hour call where we can take from home and they contact us and we discuss the case with the uh, physician or staff and give recommendations. Yeah. And poison control centers can really help to um, almost like triage people from helping to keep people that don't need to come to the emergency room, like manage at home. Um, it provides an extra resource for, for them to call if they have any questions or problems. So I have to admit, I'm uh, looking at you know, your Poison Center's website here, so I'm, I'm cheating a little bit, but I, I found on here a statistic that the number of calls are in the range of 30,000 a year. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's that's a ton of people calling in. and, and um... We get a lot of calls every day, and um, I'm, I think like the majority of them are actually patients that can be managed at home. Like There are obviously a lot of pediatric cases of, my child ate this. Is this okay? <laughs> And just providing a lot of reassurance to them that it's okay, they can just monitor them. Um, and if they get sick, they can call back. Um, and then we get equally like a lot of sick patients as well that are referred to the hospital. Um, and we round on all of those hospitalized patients in the morning and kind of learn about all the toxicities and how to best treat them. Since we have such a wide encatchment area, since we cover all the way out to Virginia Beach and we cover millions and millions of people, uh, we get to see cases that as individual providers, we would might see once in a career. So if you've ever had a met hemoglobin case, uh, we'll get one of those every few weeks or of antifreeze ingestion. We'll have a few of those per week as opposed to the individual providers might have one of those in their entire career. I imagine you, you can't do all of that in person, right? You're, you can't visit all of the, the patients in, in person around these, uh, in these hospitals in the area. How do you do that? How do you work with the providers who may be at other hospitals? So it's mostly phone calls. Uh, we'll call the doctor who called in and have a discussion about the patient, um, discuss things that they should look for on physical exam and give recommendations. Uh, the only time we see patients in person is if they are transferred to VCU or if they present here initially. So those are the patients that we see in person. But it's a lot of phone tele teletalks. Teletalks, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the spies answer the phone, and if um, the providers at the hospital have additional questions, then they'll forward the call to us. And like Natasha was saying, we do, uh, I think, about seven 24-hour coverage on, on call where we man the phone if uh, providers have additional questions or would like to speak to a doctor about managing their patient. Well, I know in, in the few instances that uh, I've requested help from a toxicologist, you and your team have always been so uh, incredibly helpful and, and insightful at uh, looking at things that we haven't considered. 
My next question to you, you know, getting back to the medical students here, so how how would a medical student uh, learn more about toxicology if they're so interested? So there are rotations during medical school. So if your hospital or school has a poison control center associated with it, oftentimes there are rotations that you can take. I think the big thing is seeking out a mentor. So emergency medicine is a, everyone kind of knows each other. Um, so if you talk to your, if you're interested in emergency medicine, talk to your colleagues there, they probably know a toxicologist that they can put you in touch with and you can ask for, um, to help with different research opportunities. Um, because of COVID, a lot of poison centers have done rounds online. So you can try to contact your local poison center as well and see if you can join in for a couple of rounds um, while they do them as well. Awesome. And are there uh, uh, national groups or, or meetings or things that are open to students? Students should be encouraged to go to the American Academy of Clinical Toxicology website. That's AACT. And they have um, free memberships, I believe, for students who are interested. Uh, they have a robust website with a lot of helpful information. And ACMT, which is American College of Medical Toxicology, also has a lot of resources for both students and residents, um, including um, site maps for fellowship training and other opportunities. So those are both great resources for students that want to get more information. Great. Well, thank you all for walking us through what toxicology is, what the, the fellowship is like. My final question for you all is basically, do you have any final words of wisdom for the students out there right now, either those that are interested in EM and just looking into the specialty or those that are uh, maybe even on the interview trail at this point? I would say that if you have an interest in toxicology, it's important when you're looking for residency programs to find a program that does either have a poison control center or has some toxicology like faculty um, or has the option of doing electives uh, in those rotations. My biggest piece of advice is uh, everything is a toxin. It just depends on the dose and um, definitely seek out mentorship if you're interested in emergency medicine or toxicology. I would just say that tox rocks and those of us in the field, um, I think we're cut from a similar cloth and that uh, if you like mechanisms and pharmacology and poisons and a little bit of this and a little bit of biochemistry all mixed together, then, uh, then it's a, a great field to check out. Special thanks to our panel today, including Dr. Emily Kirshner, Dr. Natasha Tobarin, and Dr. Brandon Wills from our very own TOX team here at VCU. For more information about toxicology, including links to the national organizations mentioned, please visit our website at www.emstud.com. To learn more about our parent organization, the Clerkship Directors in Emergency Medicine, and Academy of the Society for Academic Emergency Medicine, you can visit www.saem.org slash cdem. And of course, to stay current with our new episode releases and more, follow my partner in crime and one and only co-host, Dr. Scott Wieters, on Twitter at emedcoach and myself at erdrn8. That's a wrap on this episode of the EM Stud Podcast. Catch you next time. Oh, biochemistry, I, that brings back nightmares for me. <laughs>